quarantine me. Let's go to backdoor cover. Hit the high point, bro. Hey, what's good? It's backdoor cover. It's Micah. It's Brad. It's Tuesday. Micah. Hey, buddy. What's happening, bro? Uh, man, you sound great. Do I? Yeah, the lengths that we go to to create quality audio here are really amazing. I feel really yeah, good about it's, it. It's, it's got to be uh, the creative director of MWBK Creative. It's like Michael we're in Wyatt. the same building, but we're not. Brad and I are both quarantined. I'm at the crib sitting next to Charlie the dog. Brad is at the MWBK mm. Studios, probably sitting next to Ralph. And uh feels great. Yeah. Mike is an expert in podcast producing and crawl hall spaces. Isn't that right? Uh, something like that. Hey, welcome <laughs> to Backdoor Cover. This is a sports podcast. There are no sports happening, but we're going to talk about some things that are happening in the world of sports. Does that make sense? Uh, also, I'm going to do some promoting of Mind of Micah right now. Do you have the sound effect there, Brad? Let me see. Got to turn off the Backdoor Cover theme. Yeah, Mind of Micah. Man, a big, a big week for content last week on Mind of Micah. Actually, this week, on Monday, I did an episode with our old friend Jared Borislow, J-Bone, about Cameo and the stars of Tiger King and how much they're charging for Cameos. I got to listen to that one. I've got it in my uh, my. I have to tell you, it's of one of the podcast. best podcasts I've done in a very long time. I think you'll truly, truly enjoy it. So check it out, Jay Mind Bone of Micah. seems like a good expert of the uh, Tiger King. Also on Mind of Micah, yeah, he said that of all of the things he's enjoyed the most, Jared uh, thinks he had uh, COVID-19. His girlfriend did. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. he the thing that got him through it was Tiger King, so we enjoyed that. Also this week, or, or well, a couple weeks ago now, but on the feed on Wednesday, I dropped a, uh, a podcast with Will DeFries and Sally DeFries talking about Love Island, Australia. I got to tell you, my DMs are popping. People are watching. They want part two. We'll be bringing that to you at some point. Also, I went on a long rant against Mike Gundy, that fucking idiot. You there, Brad? Yeah. He's 40. Uh, He's 53 now, and he's a fucking moron. Uh, Damn, that was 13 years ago? Yeah, he went on a long rant about how, uh, you know, college football needs to come back, and he needs to be back in the building May 1st, and... You know, the the economy of the state of Oklahoma needs this. And it was just a really moronic statement. Then he sort of backed it up with a half-ass apology, but we're not here to talk about morons. Uh, mm. Let's let's talk about some sports. So that's it. Mind of Micah, check that out. Also, uh, it's a nice segue into sports. We also had a great backdoor cover episode last week where we talked about, uh, what was the week? Oh, and you know what? If you want more, Brad and I have been talking about Top Chef. Probably America's there you go. number That's one. That's the best show on Mind of Micah. Yeah, it's on Mind of Micah too. All right, uh, let's get to some headlines. Uh, Dak Prescott is uh, is frustrated. Uh, he clarifies after a weekend gathering at his house, where apparently police were called because he was having a party. He claims there were less than ten people at his house. Uh, also of news. Uh, yeah, he lives in Prosper, Texas, and Zeke Elliott was there. Which is great because Zeke it's is a so more. Prosper is part of Dallas, though, right? I guess it's. Uh, I lived in Dallas for like four years. I have no idea where the suburbs are. I have Dallas no idea is like the Prosper hardest is. hit of all the Texas cities with COVID. They are the ones who have like, the longest extended stay. Like it's idiots like this man throwing ragers. Prescott put out a terrible statement. Would you like me to read it? I understand. Does it, does it have anything to do with 
Oh, I was, that was going to be Campbell Soup or something. No, Go I, ahead. I understand and accept there are additional responsibilities and media scrutiny that come with being an NFL quarterback, but it is very frustrating and disappointing when people provide completely inaccurate information from anonymous sources, especially now. To set the record straight, I know that we all have to do our best to socially distance like everyone else. I am continuing to adjust to what that requires, but the truth is I was with fewer than 10 people at a home dinner, not a party, on Friday night. I am sensitive to the challenges, blah, 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 blah. Hey, uh, you're not supposed to have people over for dinner. That defeats the whole point of quarantining yourself, bozo. I got a feeling people called in because it was loud. They don't call in because people are like casually having a dinner party. They call in because you've got like a DJ set up in your middle of your house. Well, if Zeke Elliott was there, he probably rolled up in a really ignorant whip and like had, you know, making a not bunch sober. of noise. I don't know. Uh, TMZ reported that more than 30 people were at Prescott's house. Ooh. But and, uh, they probably are right. Uh, they normally are. Uh, more than 10 is is the social distancing guidelines as part of the national fight against COVID-19. Police were called to the scene but unable to verify whether there were more than 10 people there. Mm. Even though Texas residents have been told to stay home. Don't have dinner parties, if, people. Like, if uh, I was a cop in Dallas, I would be saying, mm, we can't quite tell if it's, uh, if it's over 10. Yeah, nope, tickets here. Yeah, no well, that's true. Uh, Elliot and Prescott previously came under scrutiny for videos posted to social media of them working out with former teammate Des Bryant. Two weeks ago, Prescott was arm in arm with Bryant and other players following a workout. Uh, mm. This isn't okay. You can't do this. So let's not, let's not do this, people. Like, don't have a dinner party. Have a virtual happy hour. Have a virtual dinner party like everybody else is doing. That's how this works. Start a podcast. We could produce it. Okay. Uh, you don't like that? Yeah, yeah, sure. I like that, Dak. Please come to MWBK for all your podcasting needs. How about the Chicago Bulls? They finally cleaned house and fired everybody. The biggest front office shakeup in franchise history. These people were there for a very long time. Uh, they've been very lousy for a very long time. So, you know, for whatever that's It's worth. the second leadership change in 35 years in their front office. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's impressive, though, because the NBA is known for just shaking things up after one or two years of failure. So for them to have had that long of a uh, of a presence is good. The only problem is it's been so shitty for the last however many years that, yeah, I mean, it's time to make a change. Hey, speaking of morons, I know we said we shouldn't talk about morons, but let's talk about another okay. moron. Cool. How about Kyle Larson? Do you know who Kyle Larson is? Mm-mm. Is that a name you've ever heard What's before? He do? Who he play for? Uh, he's a NASCAR driver. Oh no! And what he do you do? Uh, he's been fired now for using a racial slur during a virtual Ooh. race, which was broadcast. Ooh! Do you want to guess good. what that racial slur was? Mm, I don't think I do. It's the one you think I don't it is. Think so. Just so you know, the one that rednecks say sometimes. Yep. Uh, the n-word ignorance with, and redneck mm -hmm. the n-word with a hard r oh no mm -hmm. what was, what inspired him to say it uh, I don't know he was live streaming a virtual race that was watched by thousands of people and uh, he, and he wasn't like singing rap lyrics while he no 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 right? he, he said Larson was competing in an iRacing event Sunday night when he appeared to lose communication with the spotter on the headset during a check of his microphone, Larson said, you can't hear me, followed by the N-word. Ooh. 
Is his spotter a uh, African American? I, I that may be is worse. that worse? I don't know. I don't either. Twenty seven year old Larson in his seventh Cup season with Ganassi Racing is considered the top free agent, or was considered the top free agent in NASCAR just three days ago. He is now un, un, out of a job in what could be ultimately an eight figure mistake. What kind of world are we living in where everybody's quarantined and NASCAR is the most politically correct organization sports? Well, all of his sponsors. How about that? All of his sponsors left him before he I got mean, fired. I mean, it's it's an unforgivable thing to, for him to do, but just kind of joking. That's like yeah, a uh, that would be the culture that would be the most forgiving. You would think of uh, something like that. All of his sponsors have fired him. Yeah, Pepsi's not in on that. Except for Brent Powell, president of Plan B Sales and Marketing, the only sponsor to remain behind <laughs> him. I don't even understand what that means. Uh, uh, not good, buddy. Not ideal. Okay, so onward. Yeah, so... Uh, plan Plan B is racist is what you're trying to do. Don't do that. Yeah, I, I guess. Let's... Uh, Larson used the slur during Sunday's night's race against drivers from various series. It was not an official NASCAR series. Drivers in the chat immediately reacted to Larson's use of the slur, with one instantly alerting him, Kyle, you're talking to everyone, bud. Others were in disbelief. Mm -hmm. Ironically, uh, Larson is half Japanese. His parents, grandparents spent time in an internment camp in California during World War II, and he climbed... It's a NASCAR through its Drive for Diversity program. He's the only driver of Japanese descent to win a major major NASCAR race. How odd. Yeah. Ooh, buddy. Sometimes the 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 Japanese like uh racing circuit, they they can kind of get on that kind of like hood side rap culture. Maybe that's just part of his vernacular. I don't know. I'm not trying to make excuses it, for him. I'm just trying to think. Is this out based loud. on you watching Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift or something? Yes. That's the only that is my only source of information. Well, it, so uh, is, it, is that not accurate? Are you telling me that no, it's pretty good. Drift was not correct. That's pretty okay, good. good. So that's another mm-hmm. moron. Um, uh, you talking about me? No, 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 Kyle <laughs> Larson, not you and me. Okay. Anyhow, did you watch any of the Masters on Sunday? No, I watched some of the Ryder Cup today, though. Oh, really? They played the 2016 Ryder Cup today. Yeah, they were showing last uh, year's you know, Masters, and it was amazing. Apparently, uh, I intended to watch it because that was the day that I got stuck in the airport. They canceled my flight, and I oh. missed the end of Tiger winning. And I was like, "I'm watching it today." And then I, uh, I drank a few too many beers and sat out in the backyard, and you know, quarantined. It was a nice day. It was beautiful. Uh, so, so you watched it then? Yeah, I did. I did. There was some. We did great a good mind to Micah podcast on that. There uh, were some great sports on on Sunday. Uh, the fiance was just like could not understand why I was watching a, a golf tournament from last year and flipping back and forth from a basketball game from four years ago, game seven of the... Uh, so you could avoid commercials? Yeah, and I was just like locked, and she was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching the sports. She's like, Wait, what? There are no sports. I'm like, I know, it's last year's Masters and the 2016 Finals, but it's... And you were fully engaged, like you enjoyed it? Oh, yeah, I was all in. I need, I need, I need to adopt this habit. I think that's a good idea. It was the first time. It's probably the last time she'll allow it. Hey, do you know who Steve <laughs> Pierce is? Tell me. He played, who he played for? Who he played for. Well, now he played for nobody. He announced his retirement today. He played 13 okay. years in the big leagues and was 
the 2018 World Series MVP for the Red Sox. Okay. I had no idea. This is not a name I don't think Me I've either. ever heard in my life. Steve Pierce. What? And you said what position was he? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm looking at an article about him. Okay. I still have no idea. Well, shouts to you, Steve. Red so- former Red Sox player. It doesn't even say what. Uh, played for seven teams in his career in 13 seasons, which is pretty crazy. 37 years old. We're going to have to get Titan High to uh, elaborate on this one day for us. Yeah. They're going to slay you for not knowing what you're talking about. They're not even saying what I, I still don't know, but he hit three home runs in the World Series and won the MVP. It's pretty. Uh, that's a legendary run, brother. Mm-hmm. Probably not a pitcher if he's hitting balls. No, Anyways, no, no. let's he's move on some since we don't know hit, anything about Some this sort guy. of hitter. Uh, yeah, we really need those guys back. Major League Baseball is going to celebrate Jackie Robinson Day online tomorrow. 4.15 was okay. the day he broke into the league, so that's something. I'm not sure how you celebrate it online when there are no games. Normally, everybody wears his jersey. It's a pretty nice day, pretty nice moment, but that's... Uh, Social media, buddy. Not going to happen. They'll, they'll figure it out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Christian McCaffrey got a big deal. He's now the highest paid running back in history. Huge deal. Yeah, huge. Like, I think 14, 18 million a year, something like that. I think it's 18, yeah. A lot. I mean, Whatever he had 1,000 yards very, rushing very, very and 1,000 yards receiving, so shouts to him. I like it when people get paid. What, does it say, are you looking at it right now, the, the deal? No. I wonder how much is guaranteed and all that. We'll have to look into it and, and talk more in depth about it after this. Uh, people are betting P- iRacing, oh, eSports, and ping pong right now. Gee, that sounds tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, we really need to get Mitch on here and figure out what he's betting on. I think he's doing some gambling stuff. I think he's doing like online poker now. He's so desperate. He's even because there's no sports, obviously. So now he's like, well, moving into the uh, casino side. Colorado apparently is moving ahead with sports betting. That's pretty awesome. Like, that's great. I'd like to go to. That like, is great. I'm sure the fiance wants to go to Denver for like a romantic weekend. But I just buy legal weed and gamble. Like that sounds fun to me, you know. Gummies, gummies, and uh, gummies going and gambling. On. I'm in. Yeah, March. Here's a headline for Go you. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah. PGA of America plans uh, include major without fans. Majors without fans. The PGA champ. Yeah, the PGA Championship in August without spectators uh, is the plan. Uh. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just going to put this out here. You think it's not going to happen at all? Well, maybe August. I I I have a hard time believing it's going to happen. There's just like I know I know it's easy to say the fans aren't there, but the logistics mm-hmm. behind putting on an international golf tournament, which this is, you've got players coming from all over the world. You've got staff. It's a major. You have uh you know, forget all the the sponsors and the stuff that you'd have at a normal tournament. You could cut some of that stuff out. But the people like security, the 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 just the the people that build the the infrastructure before these tournaments like it, yeah. I think there's th- like well, hundreds the of people that are need the infrastructure though you don't have I think you've got to have some of it foods you've got to have green keepers you don't have viewership you got to have camera guys you got to have all like there's still hundreds of people that would be involved with this you even do if have there to wasn't have a, a single crew. crew what's that you do have to have a maintenance crew but you don't have to build grandstands or do any of that and then ticketings i mean you'd really just need security to keep people out i think it's going to happen man and i think because it's an outdoor 
event. And I think because, I, I mean, the real question would be like how many cameramen and how many different players are they going to follow around? Like, is it going to be a limited coverage of the event or like, how is that part going to happen? Well, and the other thing like have like, but the other thing about pro golf is it's not as driven by TV revenue as the other sports are. It is much more driven by sponsor money. And like, well, but the thing is, there's no sports to compete with. Yeah, but I'm just telling like there, the there's not as much money for the golf tournaments coming from the TV. I mean, they'll there mm-hmm. it like it just doesn't make as much like it sponsors as well. A bunch of CEOs a for the sponsors can't go, you know, rub in, uh, rub shoulders and and have steak dinners and pat each other on the back. Yeah, which they do. They're gonna for have these to do majors. like their statement. They'll have to do like their quotes and statements on like video feed stuff like that yes it just seems weird but we'll see i mean i I guess august is possible i hope it is i'd like to see football played i need this i need football is a whole nother beast buddy yeah it's a long way away that's like in a stadium and all sorts of stuff like we're i think golf is just much more feasible yeah i still think it's going to be harder than people think and it's like spread out we'll see i'm looking forward to seeing you got to have all those people in the same locker room like i mean there's a lot of players like i I don't know why how you gotta go to a locker room. I mean, how do you get sixty players ready every day? They're gonna have to share space somehow. You can't just how I mean, you can't have when Tiger you go to the golf dressing. Course, in do the, you get ready? Why don't you just go to the course dress? Because I also don't fly on a private jet and stay in five star uh, hotels. Like Tiger's not well, getting, Tiger's not just pulling <laughs> his bag out of his out of the parking lot and walking up to the number one tee box. That's not how this works. It's gonna have to. We're all making sacrifices here, Tiger. You get dressed on your private yacht before you come out there. Well, that's that's true. You know Tiger would just flex. Guaranteed. Okay. Anything else you got on the headlines? Man, it is dead as a doornail on the sports page. I I can't they're talking about people betting on esports and then like they're basically just betting on simulations now, like people aren't even playing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there is some bit of chance in a simulation, but that is just degeneracy at its best. Some place called Bet Chris purchased a handful of PlayStations to just simulate 90-minute games in real time throughout the day to ga- gather data. Okay. And so I, these gamblers are... I don't know, man. I mean, Mitch told me he's got a buddy who's up five grand doing this, betting on... On See, simulation. I gamble because it's fun to watch the game after you gamble on it. I guess I you can watch the game. Because I, I guess you can watch it in 90 minutes, though. You watch the simulation? Yeah, you watch the live stream. Get the itch. What a nerd. What a bunch of nerds. Bunch of degenerate nerds. Bet Chris says they're seeing six-figure handles on each Madden game. And the and the, the wagering handle is often higher than that of NHL regular season games and most college basketball games. They might as well start up like a fantasy league. You could probably get statistics off of each of the players. Wild. That's so lame. I'd rather just not. Well, yeah, but, uh, because you're a reasonable person. You're not a total betting degenerate like most of these people are. Like Mitch. I gamble to make sports even better, not to gamble. I don't care about the gambling. I just gamble because it makes everything more fun. Well, that that seems like a very... uh. A very reasonable position for you. So I'm, I'm happy mm. for you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. One of my few vices that I have in control. Congratulations. Are you drinking a jumbo right Thanks. now? Indeed. Oh. I am. What's the flavor? What What is your 
What is your Boda Box of choice? Malbec. Boda Box Malbec. Ooh. I get about one to two per week, depending on, on uh, how hard the week is. But mostly one a week, which it claims it's three and a half, four bottles, but I don't think so. Oh, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Yeah. I'm, I mean, one glass a day keeps the doctor away, especially if it's a jumbo. Do you have any thoughts on the WWE being deemed an essential business in the state of Florida? No, I don't like the WWE. We've, I know, we've covered this. I'm, have no, we this not? is your chance to just dunk on them. Uh, but see, I'm not angry about people doing sports or, or having sports events like you are. It doesn't offend me as much as you. But calling it essential, it does kind of seem essential for Florida. Those rednecks need this shit. Well, I mean, the rednecks can't go, but they're just recording live TV. And I well, already saw watching. something on ESPN that uh, Bob Arum, one of the sleaziest people in the world, longtime boxing promoter, said, like, oh, yeah, we're going to be reaching out to the WWE because if they're essential, then we'll just we'll just record at their place. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, got to have allies, I guess. I mean... Sleazy or not. The, uh, I mean, we've talked a lot about Fight Island now, but... Mm-hmm. The fact that WWE is running shows three nights a week live is just absurd. Absurd. Are they getting ratings? I mean, not, I think they're they're worse than they normally are, but I'm sure there there's some ratings. Which is incredible. There's nothing to watch, and they're getting worse ratings. Well, they're just they're just fake fighting in an empty building. There's there's not a whole. That's lot That's what of they people. always do, well, except for there's people. Normally, there. they're in a the big arena with uh with lots of people. Jesus. Shame on you, America. Don't watch that. Donald Trump has just announced that all pro sports commissioners, along with Patriots owner Bob Kraft, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, and Mark Cuban, will be on the committee to reopen America. (laughs) Power players only. (laughs) Do you think they're doing it at a massage parlor? I sure hope so. That's where the committee meetings happen? Kraft hostess. Yeah, he's. uh, I just clicked on Twitter, which is probably a mistake, because he's in the middle of his... uh, in the middle of his uh, you about to get some press sound conference. Going on and no, thing? like everything is just, just, you know. Trump went off on some people yesterday. He was screaming on the TV. I could hear it in the living room. Oh, yeah. He's mad. He's mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyhow. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? We're all mad. <laughs> Except for you. I, you I seem like you're in a great place. I want to be on the to reopen America. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. I want to be on the committee to reopen America. I'd be along with the likes of uh, Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft and uh, Donald Trump. I could rub shoulders with those dudes. Committee to reopen America. Shouts to uh, to Bob Kraft, the handjob guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's it. I don't, I don't have anything else to say. Um, it was good. It was a good check-in. Yeah, I think that was nice. What What do we do here? Twenty three minutes, perfect. You can go get go 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 have dinner, not get yelled at. It's all good. We're having crispy tacos. It's time. Oh, it's lit. I'm gonna need to see some photos of those. Oh, it is Tuesday. It is Taco Taco Tuesday. Oh, it, it really is Taco. I didn't even Tuesday. realize it until just now. Yeah, you should just go in there and that would that tell you how stupid I am. I didn't realize it was. No, Taco no, Tuesday. you should just go in there and, and do uh do as much. Ta- uh, just act like LeBron and just see how annoyed your your fiance will be. Do the kick, 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 all those things. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. How excited are you for the uh the Michael Jordan documentary on Sunday? Semi. I'll be excited if they get into his gambling and like personal life in more detail than they have in the past. They like people really protect Jordan. 
he, there's some dark shit in that man's life that no one ever talks about. And if they broach that subject, I will be very, very interested. And if it's just another love fest, I'm down to love, but I won't be as excited. I'm happy to watch him dunk on people and, and uh, push off fadeaways and, and destroy people in the playoffs. That's fun and games, but I've seen that before. I want to see the new thing. Oh, can't wait. That's my take. All right. How excited are you? I'm I'm very excited. I think we should pregame it, or at least like talk about it. Virtual pregame? Yeah. Have a little happy. Oh, hour. you mean podcast pregame? Uh, both maybe. I'm gonna. I I'm was in. talking. Drinking. I'm in for it all. Yeah. Uh, crack your boat of boxes. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, hit the exit let's music. Call it. All right, buddy. It until was a good one, until next time, check out mine to Micah. Brad and I will be back uh, certainly by uh, this week to talk about. Top Chef, as well as some other stuff going on. Ooh. There might be some more Mind of Mike content before then. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>